What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. What a performance in the first two rounds of the Home Run Derby by Julio Rodriguez. Oh, did he put on a show. Fun to watch. But now let's talk about the podcast we have coming up. But before we get to our Big Ten preview, I need to let you know we will have a a special edition podcast dropping tomorrow. It's a contributor podcast. It's Bill from Florida breaking down the AFC East and the National Football League. Boy, it's fun to say that again. Once again, in the National Football League last year, we flirted with a 60% winning percentage. We stubbed our toe down the stretch, but still had a great year in the National Football League. So now let's talk about the Big Ten. And I always have to do a reset when you're doing the future bets. And, you know, I'm kind of a college basketball guy. So I have to remind myself that in college football, in the Big Ten, they play a total of 63 conference games. And to my surprise, and it surprises me every year, I have to remember 30 of those games last year were won by the road team. So unlike college basketball, where most years you just have one, two elite teams that'll finish 500 or better in conference road games. In football, last year we had eight teams that finished 500 or better on the road in the Big Ten, including the likes of Dormat, Illinois. Yes, Brent Bielma's team, they finished 2-2 two and two in the conference on the road, winning at both Penn State and Minnesota. So what we're going to do here on the podcast today is we are going to talk about every team's current future numbers for the overall win total and then what's projected for them in the conference for wins, okay? And then I'm going to go against my grid, and I'll just tell you where I put everything. Doesn't mean I'm betting everything if I say it's over or under, but that's just where my grid has everything, and then we'll arrive at my plays. So we start with the fight in the line eye of Illinois. Total wins of four and a half, weighted to a minus 125. All of these numbers, by the way, on DraftKings. If you want to buy stock of DraftKings, please do so, because I have a lot of stock, and I'd like the price to go up. In conference, Illinois, two and a half wins, Weighted to the under 135. On my grid, I have Illinois winning five games, so I have them to the over on the total number of wins. I have them beating Virginia, by the way, and that's the big swing game there probably. In conference, I only have them winning two. I have them beating Michigan State and Purdue. You can question that. I understand that. So I have them under in the Big Ten, but over on the overall win total. And if I were to play anything, I'd obviously play the overall, not the Big Ten number. Next up, the Hoosiers of Indiana. They are at four wins, weighted to the over at a minus 120. In the Big Ten, two and a half wins, weighted at a minus 130. I have Indiana at four wins. And in conference, I have them at two wins. So I have them pushing the overall number, and I have them slightly under when it comes to the conference win total. Next up, the Hawkeyes of Iowa. Seven and a half wins, weighted to the under at a minus 115. In the Big Ten, five and a half wins weighted to the under at a minus 195. And obviously, I disagree with this number because I have Iowa winning nine games and I have Iowa winning six games in the Big Ten. We'll talk about Iowa in a minute because that will be one of my two plays. Next up on the card, Maryland, six overall wins weighted to the under at a minus 120. In the Big Ten, three and a half wins, weighted to the under at a minus 130. 
I have Maryland with seven wins. And in the conference, I have them with four wins. So I have them going over both numbers. I think that's a very soft number for them, especially on the overall, because their non-conference is Buffalo, Charlotte, and SMU. I think they win all three of those games. So I like the overall a lot better than the Big Ten number for them. But once again, I have them at seven, so I definitely have them to the over. Next up, Michigan State. I am not going to make friends in East Lansing today. Seven and a half wins is the number. Weighted to the over at a minus 130. And in the Big Ten, four and a half wins. Weighted to the over at minus 195. So these are heavily weighted, and I disagree. So I have Michigan State winning seven games, so I have them under the number. And I actually have Michigan State under 500 in the Big Ten. I only have them winning four games this year in conference, so I am the under in both of those categories. Next up, it's Michigan, Jim Harbaugh's club. Nine and a half wins, weighted to the over at a minus 125. And in conference, six and a half wins, weighted to the over at a minus 160. I have Michigan winning 10 games. So I have them going over that number. And in conference, I have them winning seven games, losing at Iowa and losing at the Ohio State. So yes, the rivalry game. Sorry, Michigan fans. I don't think you have any shot at the horseshoe this year, but I do have you to the over in both of those plays. Next up, Minnesota, PJ Flex Club. Seven and a half is the number. Weighted to the under at a minus 120. In the Big Ten, four and a half wins, weighted to the over at a minus 130. I think Minnesota's going to rebuild that offensive line a whole lot faster than others think. The return of the offensive coordinator, I think, favors Minnesota. So I have Fleck and the Gophers with eight wins, so going over that number. And in the Big Ten, I have Minnesota with five wins, so they would be going over that number as well. Next up, what do you think about this one? It is Scott Frost at Nebraska. Number one, didn't think he was going to be back. Number two, I think he's going to exceed expectations this year. A lot of the Phil steel numbers, once again, say Nebraska is poised for that big bounce this year. The numbers at seven and a half, weighted to the over at a minus 110. The Big Ten number is five and a half, weighted to the under at a minus 170. I have Nebraska winning eight games. And believe it or not, I have them winning six games, the Big Ten. So I have Frost going over both numbers. I don't think they can beat Oklahoma in the non-conference. If they pull that upset, watch out. They could be really dangerous. I have their three losses at Purdue, at Michigan, and at Iowa as of today. Northwestern, not as good for Pat Fitzgerald. The number is four. Weighted to the under at a minus 120. In conference, it's one and a half. Weighted to the over at minus 120. We know they'll play hard for Coach uh, Fitzgerald there, but I have Northwestern winning four games, so I have them pushing on the overall number. And then in conference, I unfortunately have them only winning one game. Yes, I do have them beating Duke in the non-conference to get to that four wins, but in the conference, yes, I only have them beating Illinois to end the season. I think it's going to be a long year in conference for the Wildcats. Next up, the Ohio State University, 10 and a half wins, weighted to the over at a very heavy, juicy minus 240. In the Big Ten, eight and a half wins, weighted to the over at a minus 155. A little bit of a head scratcher here for me because that implies only two wins of the non-conference. I'm sorry, Toledo, Arkansas State are not going to beat them. And Notre Dame is coming into the horseshoe as a 14 and a half point underdog. I don't think the Fighting Irish have a chance in that one. I see no Oregon deja vu for Ohio State. 
I have the Buckeyes running the table in the Big Ten. I think they could be a dominant, dominant, dominant team this year. We'll find out, but I can't find a loss on the schedule. And I'm not a big backer of the Ohio State normally, but I like it. I respect the program, but I'm just not a big backer of Ohio State. When it's Ohio State and Michigan, I'm cheering for Michigan every time. Next up, it's Penn State. The number's eight and a half, weighted to the under at a minus 125. In the Big Ten, the number's at five and a half, weighted to the over at a minus 195. So that's heavily weighted that direction. Penn State, I have with nine wins. They're going to lose at Auburn in the non-conference. But I only have them losing two games in the conference at Michigan and then at home against Ohio State. So I actually have, or Penn State, excuse me, winning seven games in conference. So I like that over five and a half at a minus 195 with the Nittany Lions. I think this is going to be a good season for them. Next up, Purdue, seven and a half is the number, weighted to the under at a minus 135. In the Big Ten, the number is four and a half, weighted to the over at a minus 160. I have Purdue. Ooh, I'm going to get some hate mail from West Lafayette on this one with only six wins this year. Yes, I have them only with six, and in conference, I have them with only four. So I like them under both of the numbers for the Boilermakers. And by the way, I have them losing at Syracuse in the non-conference to Dino Babers' team, one of the few Big Ten teams I have losing in the non-conference. Next up, Rutgers, no line available. Yeah, no line for the team total and no line for the Big Ten win total. I have Rutgers winning three games. Only one in conference, I see them beating Indiana. Other than that, they lose everything other than the two cupcakes in the non-conference. Next up, Wisconsin. The number's been posted at eight and a half. It is weighted to the over at a minus 145. In conference win, six and a half, weighted to the under at a minus 210. On my grid, I'm not a big Badger fan, so I'm maybe a little biased here, but I'm taking Wisconsin under the number at eight. And in conference, I have them losing four games. So I only have them winning five conference games this year for Bucky the Badger. Yes, that'll make a few of my friends in Madison upset with me. But that's kind of how I see things. I have them losing at the Ohio State, losing at Michigan State, losing at Iowa, and losing at Nebraska. I know I just contradicted that earlier number about how teams can win on the road, but I like the situational plays in each of those situations against Wisconsin, so I'm sticking to it. I'm playing the Badgers under the number in each of those spots. Now, the Phil Steele rankings, I love to talk about them, so I'm just going to go through it real quick. Illinois ranked number 74. Indiana ranked number 67. Iowa ranked number 17, part of the reason why I like the Hawkeyes. Maryland ranked at 41. Michigan State ranked at 31. Michigan ranked at 5. Minnesota ranked at 29, Nebraska ranked at 34, Northwestern ranked at 71, The Ohio State ranked at number two, Penn State ranked at number 18, Purdue ranked at 45, Rutgers ranked at 83, and Wisconsin ranked at number 12. Yeah, you can question me, I guess, on that uh, eight and four record for the Badgers, but I'm staying the course. So now let's just kind of dig deeper into the Ohio State and also Iowa because those are my two big plays that I want to talk about here in the podcast. Number one, Ohio State, remember this. They have only lost more than one game in the Big Ten since 2004, and that was the chaos year with Luke Fickle as the head coach. So just remember that right away. I don't like to play heavy juice. You could play Ohio State 
to win the Big Ten Championship at a minus 210. That's a little better value than the win total going over 10 and a half, but I'm just going to take the minus 240 juice, eat my medicine, drink my medicine, whatever the expression is, and just do the win total there. That There's just not enough margin of error in the Big Ten win number because the number's at eight and a half. Yeah, I, I just, that's not enough margin of error. So I'm going the 10 and a half with the Buckeyes once again to the overall number. Next up, let's talk about Iowa because this is my play. It contradicts a few people because Iowa, once again, has weighted to the under at seven and a half, but I love them to win nine, okay? So once again, my source, Phil Steele, ranks Iowa 17th. Let's talk about the non-conference games for the Hawkeyes. They get three home games. The opener is against the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State, preseason number five in the FCS. They're in the Missouri Valley Conference, the same conference as North Dakota State, a team that won in Iowa City just a few years back. This will be no cupcake. Don't don't get me wrong. This is no cupcake. This is the game of the year for the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State. They're going to play tough, but I think the Hawkeyes find a way to win by double digits late, even with Iowa State on deck. Now, game number two is the game that scares me in the non-conference, of course. It is the Cy-Hawk Trophy game against the Cyclones of Iowa State. So the Clones were ranked number nine last year entering this game, but the Hawkeyes won 27-17. Iowa State is expected to be down a little bit this year. They're ranked only 48, uh, number 48 in the steel rankings. But after losing six straight games to Iowa, you know the Cyclones are going to be ready for a fight in this one. I will likely be playing Iowa State plus the points when this game rolls around, but I think Iowa finds a way to win a nail-biter as often happens in that rivalry game. So I'm taking Iowa still to beat Iowa State. Game three of the non-conference, the Hawkeyes draw Nevada. They're ranked 121 in the steel rankings. I think that's a cupcake victory as they get ready for Big Ten play. So final prediction, Iowa will be 3-0 in the non-conference. The future number, once again, implies only a 2-1 record. So that definitely pushes my wager to the overall win total versus the conference win total at five and a half because I do think the Hawkeyes do sweep the board in the non-conference. They're going to find a way to beat Iowa State. It's going to be tight, but they're going to get the job done. Then their conference road games. Iowa's going to play at Rutgers, number 83 overall. They're going to play at Ohio State, number two overall. They're going to play at Purdue, 45th, at Minnesota, 29th, and at Illinois, 74th. So we established that you can win road games, but it's always easier if you have more talent to start. And Iowa is ranked higher than four of five road opponents. So that's a good start. So once again, I see the Hawkeyes winning several of those games. Then the four home games for Iowa. They get Nebraska. They get Northwestern. They get Michigan. And they get Wisconsin. Michigan number five. Wisconsin number 12. Nebraska number 34. Northwestern number 71. Hawkeyes are 46 and 21 at home over the last 10 years. So now, once again, here's my path to get to the number. Three and on the non-conference leaves us needing five more. I'm going to wave the white flag on at Ohio State, but I feel good that I can lock Iowa in to beat Northwestern, win at Illinois, and win at Rutgers. Those are projected to be the three worst teams in conference, and they get all three on the schedule this year. So now I'm at six wins. So I need two more. I actually like at Purdue the next best in a revenge spot. Remember, Iowa was ranked number two when Purdue came in as an 11-point underdog last year, 
and beat the Hawkeyes 24-7. Purdue's had their number for whatever reason, but I think Iowa this year with a revenge, especially with how Purdue ruined their magical season, will step on Purdue this year and get the win. So if that game gets our way, we would then need one more win out of this group of games, three home games against Nebraska, Michigan, and Wisconsin, plus a road game for the Florida Rosedale against Minnesota on the road in Minneapolis. I think they actually get at least two off of that list and once again win nine games this year. That leaves me a one-game cushion in in case something goes wrong. So that's my path with Iowa. That is my strongest play in the Big Ten. It's not as juicy as Ohio State. I think Ohio State cashes. Don't get me wrong. The Buckeyes are going to cash, but I like the Hawkeyes as my more value play in the Big Ten. So one unit on Ohio State over the number, two units on Iowa over the number. We'll probably sprinkle in a little bit on Penn State over the conference win total. We'll get a few other plays in there when it's all said and done, but I got more conferences to break down. This was just a breakdown of the Big Ten to start it off. But uh, yeah, sorry, I rambled. I talked a long time to give you two plays, but I love the Big Ten. I'm passionate about the Big Ten. I have all my predictions on record now. Yeah, enjoy. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.